Is this thing on? gentlemen welcome to now recording today is january 31st 2021 and i am ashton record and i am matt record and you know what i'm just happy to be here i'm glad i'm glad you're happy to be here uh, as am i so matt run us through your week how you doing Ooh, what a what a loaded question uh what is time anymore it really is hard to say like the fact that it's the end of january it's about to be February i know 2021 Ooh. I know we're, we're creeping up on a year of, of the true quarantine things. Uh, I know I was going through my Facebook memories and a year ago now, my dad sent me uh, a post that like, man, things are getting serious. They're closing bars in Wisconsin. I was like, oh man, what a, <laughs> what a simpler time that was. When, when oh, we, when you we know what? Look about that. So, so that didn't really answer your question. Uh, but my... My week was fine. It just th- things just keep going crazy, and I know we're gonna we're gonna get into it in in a future segment, right? But just, just yeah, yeah, the we things are. that happen nowadays are are just so fascinating. And and oh that yeah, with, I mean, I don't know if I would use that word. Well, sure, but the, you know that with the with the with the COVID and the the mm-hmm. shelter and home sort of stuff, and it's just. Who knows what what anything is anymore? So I so I'm good. My my I started That's good. I started a new job uh, about a week ago. So last Monday, uh, I'm super busy and I'm loving it. Uh, so that is fantastic. That, that's definitely made time go by a lot faster. Uh, but then again, like I just said, with those things, like time is meaningless. So so I'm, I'm oh good. yeah. I'm looking forward to it getting warmer. But you know, my week was good. Uh, Excellent. Let me let me pass the ball to you. How was your week? You know, my week's been pretty good. Um, like we said, we're going to talk about it in a future segment. But a lot of my time this week was spent learning about how the stock market works. So mm. that was pretty interesting, kind of frustrating at times, but that was good. Um, that, that's, that's what we call a know. tease in this business for that future yeah. segment. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a oh, tease. Yeah. We had to make people keep listening. Keep it going. Exactly. Um you know, senior year, it's going great. Classes are interesting. I actually started a good class that I like, which is nice. Uh, macroeconomics, much better than micro. And I just got accepted to a college, and I'm pretty happy about Heck. that. So Yeah, dude. Yeah. Which college? Oh, yeah. Allegheny. Allegheny. Okay. So you're con- so confirmed you are going to college next year. Um. Well... Here's the thing. Yes and no at the same time. What? I'm going, but if COVID is still like raging, then I'm going to defer a year. Gotcha. Okay. Can, can... Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to. Yeah. What? I will, uh, yeah. I, I will say, I will say that I, I am interested to hear what it, people were like this year in college. Because for me, for me, I, we're immediately going off topic, uh, but that's, but that's okay from what we had planned to talk about. For, for me, the college experience is, is was less about the the educational side of things. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, learning, you know, that higher education things and really focusing in, you know, helped me on my career path. Absolutely. But for me, college was right. more about the experience of of being on a campus, right? Meeting just a bunch of new smart people who have similar mm-hmm. likes and dislikes to you. Um Granted, I went to a smaller school than than you did, so I don't know if you've been able to find your your niche people there. Because I thought I had my people in you know Berlin, but when you get to college, like oh, these are a whole different, like whole different level of of people. You know what I mean? So so going through that sort of growth was the whole point. So yeah, I yeah, if I had to do college from home, I I think I would have really missed out and on some personal growth. Yeah. For sure. And like, that's, I just want that experience and the freedom that I've heard so much about. And I look forward to actually, you know, experiencing for myself. 
Absolutely. Well, still, congratulations. Um, Getting in is the first step. Thank you. So, so you, exactly, exactly. You, you fooled someone. <laughs> I know, I know. That's my biggest skill. <laughs> Flim plan. Yeah, and, and macroeconomics, <laughs> that's, that's so very fortuitous for the stuff that's going on. Exactly. It, it, it's a fun time to start that class. Um, do we want to pivot to that? Well, we can pivot right in, right into, you know, the combination of economics and what happened this last week. So yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, it's time for us to take stock. Take, take stock. <laughs> oh, nice. Very nice. So what, what um, exactly did happen? Okay. So the stock market, we all heard about it. We're all slightly confused by it but we love it because we can make money on it, right? But here's the deal. There's these things called hedge funds. And what they do is they like to make money on Wall Street at the stock market, and that's their job. And one thing they like to do is something called shorting a stock. That means you can, let's say I, I, want, I have a stock at $10. I can give it to this guy who's going to short it. He'll borrow it from me. He'll get people to sell shares. He'll pay back what he owes me, but at the stock price that it is now. So let's say I he borrows it at 10. I sell it. And then I give it back at seven. I've made a profit there, right? But what happened was a bunch of people on Reddit, which is you know a controversial place to say the least, but a bunch of people on Reddit realized that they were going to short GameStop's stock. You know, we love GameStop. GameStop was all part of our childhood. So they decided to do a short squeeze, which means everyone buys the stock that people are trying to short. It exploded to what? What is it right now? Let's check the stats. Um, it is currently at $325. It was at, let's go. I think it was like two. It was, yeah about it was like around 17 dollars a week ago so it exploded right and then everyone wanted to hop on the train so now we had all these other companies going and then we get to a certain point people are buying all these stocks people on wall street don't like it and what happens they shut down the trading apps that we use i don't know how you feel about that but personally i am pretty mad about it what do you think so I want to make sure our listeners understand what the, the shorting is, right? So I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna yeah. tell it the way I, I heard it as well. Definitely. Maybe Definitely. maybe one of these ways is gonna, you know, help. You might be better than I am at explaining it to understanding this. So let's just say mm -hmm. my lovely co-host here, Ashton, let's say he What's had up? let's say he had a hat. Okay. That ah, was worth I like hats. That was worth ten dollars. Right? Right? Ten dollar hat. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ten dollar hat right here. I borrow his hat, mm -hmm. me, me as this hedge fund, right? Uh, Ashton wants to, yeah, he, he just gives me the hat. Uh, he borrows that. So I have this $10 hat in my possession, right? With the promise that I will eventually give this hat, the exact same hat or something equivalent in value back to Ashton. So me as a hedge fund, I have that in my assets. I immediately sell that hat to someone else. To, to, to some other Joe Schmo. Maybe, maybe Kylie wants this hat, right? right? So I sell this hat to Kylie for $10. So me on my person, I have this $10 crisp bill. Ashton doesn't have his hat, but I owe him this hat back eventually. And this other third party, we'll call her Kylie, uh, has this hat, right? Mm -hmm. Me as the hedge fund, I am banking on the hat's value to go down. So what I am hoping for in this situation is that all of a sudden the market is just full of new hats. Holy cow. We found a factory that has 10 million hats. Uh, the whole supply and demand thing happens. And okay, that hat that I mm -hmm. sold Kylie for 10 bucks is now only worth $5 or something lower, right? Because it's just not worth the same. At that point, me, the hedge fund, say, ooh, I'm sorry that that cost you uh, $5. Right. right? I, will, I will buy that back from you for that $5. I'm so sorry. Uh, but we'll, we'll take that back. 
So I give Kylie $5. Boom. And I have that hat back. At that point, at that point, I've made $5. Wait, not yes. No, I have this hat. And then I finally give it back to you, Ashton. And you have the same hat that you had before, right? It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But the value of that hat is $5 less than what it was when you initially sold it. Exactly. So I pocket... I pocket the $5 that was the difference when I sold it to Kylie. Uh, you, Ashton, you're happy because you have your hat back. Uh, and me, I'm oh, yeah. happy because I have five bucks. So here's the thing with right. the short. Here's the thing with the shorts, why it's so freaking risky. What if when I sold it to Kylie, all of a sudden hats values go way the heck up, right? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden that hat's now worth $30, right? Right. Instead of right. going down in value, it's up in value. So now when Ashton comes back to me saying, hey, I need my hat back, me as the hedge fund say, oh, shoot. Okay, I need to buy it back from the person I sold it to. And if it's 30 bucks, instead of me making five bucks, I would have lost 20, right? Right, for the, for the same right. exactly. So this is why these shorts, it, it's such a risky business because typically if you buy mm-hmm. a stock, you're cheering for it to go up. Right, you want right. that value to go up. So if I were to buy, if I were to have bought that hat stock value at ten dollars, and then all of a sudden the hat, like the worst thing that can happen to a stock is that the company goes out of business or whatever, and it goes down to zero, I would have only lost ten bucks. There's there's a known risk when you buy a stock there, uh, right? But in the short business, there is no problem. So or there is no there's no limit technically the amount of money you could lose. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what happened with the GameStop and then a bunch of other of these of these places yeah of this last week amc bed bath and beyond yeah even dogecoin even dogecoin dogecoin, dogecoin uh, exploded so so, so the moon. Uh, hopefully that helped someone out there understand it i know it definitely helped me understand it uh very helpful it was very yeah, good so so the thing is i don't think it's been confirmed that these hedge funds made robin hood stop the trading it has not it has not it has not we don't know why actually um robin hood ceo said it was to protect their assets which makes sense um we do know that robin hood is going public soon with an ipo and they want to be bought by someone so we it's very confusing it's a very confusing thing anyway i'm just frustrated you're frustrated that I was not able to invest right away. <laughs> Is that because you're not old enough or you just weren't on it? I, I, well, I'm not old enough, but what I'm saying is like anyone in my position, a lot of my friends lost thousands of dollars because they were not able to get into the markets on Thursday mm. because they weren't like the apps shut down trading, which is frustrating to me. That's it's insanely frustrating. I, I see it from both sides. I will say I'm fighting for the little man, right? So let people, yeah. let people make mistakes. Like the way they've talked about it is, oh, these 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 poors are trading the stock market like like a casino. Like they're they're just treating like numbers. They're not investing in businesses. To which I would say, mm-hmm. uh, that's a load of BS because that's exactly what base, that these hedge funds are doing. They yeah, just treat exactly. these as numbers. Uh, but I will say. The way I know people's minds work is they would say, yes, I would make $1,000 doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the house always wins. In that is fair. That so, is fair. So eventually there'd be a crash and people would lose a lot of money. So that yeah. being said, um, I'm always of the ilk of, it's your money. Do what you want with it. Like if you want to take that risk, go ahead and do it. Right? So oh, for sure. So, so it's just fascinating time. It's just in, insane that a social media platform such as Reddit of all places could get this coalition of people to, to invest in a brick and mortar video game store that it's, hasn't been relevant in like a decade. Yes. You're right about that. It's fascinating. And for to it to honest. work, it worked. They it did. worked really well, actually really well. <laughs> So yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a weird time. It's a new normal. It's people learning about these things because these things have been happening forever, right? Yeah, definitely. 
Um, and by that same token, people don't bite the hand that feeds you. Uh, a lot of your retirement funds, when you have these mutual funds, like these are run by people that are doing these types of things. And that's why you're able to retire. So there's a, what, what's nice to me is just the literacy of people, I think on the whole has now gone up like someone as yourself mm-hmm. who in the last week yeah. researched these types of things. And these are the types of things that go on. It seems shady. It is kind of shady. So if the public, if the public literacy towards these things goes up, that can't be yeah. a bad thing. I, I totally agree that I was talking about that earlier, not here, but with the conversation I was having with my dad about the biggest thing to come out of this, in my opinion, is just people understand the stock market more. Right. More regular Americans understand it, which is very important in my opinion. Yeah. And, and, um, I, and I think the other important thing is the part that I put out there about the short part, the shorting, how that is so insanely risky and you can lose yes. so much money in the short term. So I hope people don't just start shorting everything. <laughs> I agree. I agree. To do that, it takes it takes a certain kind of person to say, mm-hmm. you know what? I know the normal trajectory of companies is to increase in value, but this company is a sham. They're a fraud. They're going to go down in value. And that can sometimes take years. Yes. That can take years. Like you have to be able to just hold on to that stock waiting for it to go down you can make a gajillion dollars yes but i hope just people don't start shorting everything expecting it to be a, a get rich quick sort of scheme I, yeah no that's the that's the scary part is does the market change completely now where it's just get rich quick all the time there's day trading it's, day trading is yeah. the same vehicle where it if is you, if you get lucky you can do super well but if not you're yeah and there's and there's just dumb enough people out there to think, oh, this is a better thing than scratch offs. Like, no, no, it isn't. Exactly. So anyway, do you, do you have any closing thoughts on? I am very intrigued to see where it goes, um, and I'm also just excited to kind of get into the stock market more and understand it, um, see what I can do with it. It's fascinating, really. It's really an interesting sociological thing. Um, just how quickly everyone was like, oh, money. I can get money here. I'm going to hop on it. It's just so interesting to me. What about you? Any closing thoughts? No, I definitely just talked way too much about, about it. Uh, so no, I'm good. Uh, I, I will say this, I guess, kind of controversial thing at this point, but I do really like the Robinhood app. <laughs> so so mm, it, that- it, it may- it makes it very accessible. So these other sort of e-trading things online, it's a, yeah. little, a little scary and it's it's very like, it's hard to to make these transactions, these buys and sells and these puts and these holds and whatnot. Uh, but the Robinhood app, they, they essentially, for those uninitiated, made the UI stupid simple. It's designed for your average person to be able to just buy and sell stocks. Uh, they are, they do have some limits on day trading. They don't, like you have to, have like robin hood gold or something to be able to day trade regularly mm-hmm. uh for those who don't know day trading is when you buy and sell stocks in the same day so essentially oh you see one stock go down in value for a little bit you buy a lot of it you wait for it to go up just a little bit enough for you to make some money you sell it right away right so very rapid fire sort of buying and mm-hmm. selling things instead of holding them for a long time um, so robin hood makes it it's very colorful uh it, it is nice it is nice to look at that's for sure so, so I guess politics of, of them aside right now, uh, it is nice. So exactly. I agree. No, that that's it for, for that. So let's move on to, let's move on to some po- other politics mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, so how do you suppose this administration's doing? We're now what? Two weeks so ago? I personally really like where it's going. I like where it's headed. Um, I would say all of his executive orders so far, I fully support. What concerns me is how long it's taking for both the executive and the legislative branch to come together and get this stuff passed. I, we were promised, well, I wasn't, but peoples were promised um, 15, like, no, sorry, $2,000 checks, like a week after the election, after the uh, inauguration, and it just right. hasn't happened yet. Um, and my concern is that Trump is such a big name person, right? You see Trump, he gets all the headlines and that's just how it is. That's who he is. That's his 
think. So if we start to focus on impeachment for the next like week or two weeks, now we're another two weeks away from you know regular Americans getting the help they need. That one point nine trillion dollar like program going through fifteen dollar minimum wage, all that that needs to happen now, in my opinion. I don't know what you think about it. Yeah, I mean it's tricky, right? Because we we knew things would be met with hmm, not hostility, but there, you know, things don't just get done quickly over there in Capitol Hill, uh, and and even with the even with the stimulus checks, right? Uh, it, it there's there's a lot of money. Like I, I it's classic Democrats, right? But it's like what one point mm-hmm. nine trillion dollar bill yeah. or something. Like that's those aren't real numbers. Like that's that's no monopoly money. So at, at one on one side of my brain, I think okay, that's not real money. But our our national debt is already so high. Who cares? Like let, let's get right. the let's get the relief out to the people that need it. Um, exactly. But on the other side, I'm just like okay, well that is a lot of money. So yeah, let's make sure we run through its paces. But I, I entirely agree. We need to get people the relief as soon as we can. Um, and it, you know that's not the administration's fault. That's just clap. Capitol Hill. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think things are going well. It seems like the vaccine's getting distributed nicer. I know they, they started with nothing. Yeah, it's been rough. So, any, it's just, it's, I don't know about you, but it's just, the air is just lighter. You know, we're, I agree. We're, not, I agree. We're, we're not hearing about, you know, Trump and his family every day or or any of that stuff, all the headlines coming out of there are just maybe not necessarily the positive, like, Hey, we passed all these things, but it's just not the negativity that was, you know, best. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, people can believe whatever they want to believe about anything, but I'm, I was just so tired of a president who looks to divide people. And that's just tiring to me. Like I'm, we're at such a point in society and with humanity, like we need to try to come together right now. Otherwise, you know, global warming is coming, artificial intelligence is coming and we're all done if we can't work together. So in my opinion, so it's just nice to have a president who actually like understands that and is working towards a common goal with everyone. In my opinion, I don't, yeah. Uh, How could anyone disagree? That's a great question. That's a great (laughs) question. Mm-mm-mm. So speaking of that former president, though, what's the deal with his impeachment? Like, what, what's what's the strat here? Wait, I say wait. Um, you don't impeach him for the now. You impeach him for the future in the sense that you need that precedent legally that a president can't incite an insurrection, a riot that almost kills all of Congress. Like, that happens that needs to be dealt with but in my opinion right now it's more important to deal with a, a majority of issues that can be solved through the legislation in the stimulus package and that sort of thing just because trump isn't going anywhere he doesn't have anywhere to go he's addicted to the spotlight and i think that we have enough infrastructure right now now that he's gone from office to counteract anything he does in the coming months so i say convict him later or try to convict him later in a month or so and right now focus on the issues that got you elected in the first place i i entirely agree the the thing with that is my my new job has me thinking like this too it's like okay what's the priority of things that need to get done right Mm -hmm. yes we have xyz that we need to get done right they're all they're all going to get done hopefully Mm -hmm. right uh exactly but you know what's the what's the priority of these things like what what gives us the best bang for our buck and i think you hit the nail on the head trump's not going anywhere he doesn't have any power anymore like like this the the impeachment was just a nice a nice cherry on top of the the ice cream sundae but i think focusing on that versus those other sort of relief efforts would be kind of foolish like let's i agree let's, let's help people first and then once things have settled down hopefully by the end of this year right uh once that's happened yeah then we can focus on the impeachment so i i entirely agree yeah definitely um 
yeah, but like besides impeachment, I just think they're doing a good job and I like where we're headed, but we can't take our foot off the glass and uh, we just need change. Like that's the thing. Country needs change. Entirely. All right. You ready to move on to our next segment? Let's move on to our next segment. I'm going to go get a refill of coffee. Very cool. What's about to happen here is Ashton's about to stretch what we're about to talk about for about 20 seconds while I fill out my coffee. That's right. I can do that. This is the the fun stuff that people don't get to see, but they're going to hear about. So podcasts are hard work. They are. You have to spend hours (laughs) thinking. Okay. You got this. Go. (laughs) I got this. Yeah. All right. big time in the sports world we are currently one week out as we record this from what i personally believe to be at least have the potential to be one of the greatest matchups in super bowl history um it's very complex as a patriots fan to say the least to be looking forward to this super bowl but i am very excited to see what happens um the storylines are just bursting at the seams. There's so many fascinating tales. The two most talented teams in the league. I, w- I don't know if they're the best teams, but they're definitely the most talented. But really the story is Brady versus Mahomes. You have the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I wouldn't say he's the greatest American athlete ever yet, but he's, I mean, he's getting there. He's incredible. 43 years old. He will not ever age against the wonder kid, the new guy, the guy who everyone thinks has a chance to beat Brady and take the GOAT status. I don't think he'll get there, but the first step is beating Brady in a week. So right now, what are you thinking about the Super Bowl? And what do you think is going to happen? So these storylines are incredible, right? So so let's just let's just dissect before we get into predictions and whatnot, like let's just dissect the the Brady versus Mahomes thing, right? So mm-hmm. So this is Brady's 10th Super Bowl. Uh, checking the list of people who've been to the most Super Bowls, uh, clocking in at number two is Steven Gostowski at six because he was on the Pats, right? Exactly. So he yeah. went with Brady. Uh, in terms of the people that did not benefit, then there's quite a few of them who are like that, uh, who, who are up there pretty high because they were on the Pats, a uh, long time Pats. But the next, the next actual person who was not associated to the, the Pats last 20 years uh, had five. So this is now twice as many Super Bowl appearances as anyone else, which is insane. Exactly. exactly. Right? Never mind the winning part. Obviously, winning six of them is in, insane in its own right because he's won more Super Bowls than any other person on the Pats have been to. So, that, <laughs> so that's crazy, right? And, and so really for me... Brady doesn't need this Super Bowl for his legacy. He's already done it. He already established he established himself as the GOAT, I think, after winning number five. Like after, yeah, after I agree. After or even maybe four. What the, the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl after after the three he won in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. right? That really put the him Seattle the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So so all these other ones are just you know, again, exactly. the, the cherry on the ice cream Sunday. So he doesn't need this. Would it super cement him as the coat uh absolutely <laughs> especially yeah. considering the quarterbacks he had to beat to get here sure sure he had to beat the washington football team which they have a good defense but whatever but then he had to go into into new orleans to be yep. to beat drew breeze who's probably retiring he had to go mm-hmm. into green bay to beat Aaron Rodgers, and that team was rolling uh and now now he would if he won you'd have to beat Patrick Mahomes, right? So <laughs> the man, yeah. I, I will say that this Bucks team is kind of like when Manning won his second one. Like yep. Brady's playing good. He's not vintage Brady. It's the defense that's really stepping up, you know. But definitely. But it's just insane. So then you go to the Mahomes side of things, right? Like you mentioned in that lovely intro, which I definitely heard all of. He. <laughs> He people are saying he could be the next Brady, right? If he were to win this yeah. one, he's what twenty four, maybe. Yeah, maybe twenty so five. Yeah, he would have won two in a row. Uh, he, people are already saying if he were to retire after winning this one, he could already be a Hall of Famer. Probably true. Uh, yep. So he has the longevity 
you know, to potentially get the type of stats that we're talking about with Brady. Exactly. Would it take a while? Absolutely. But, you know, he's well on his way. Mm-hmm. And for, I'd love to hear your perspective on this. But for mine, I say, do it, <laughs> right? Nothing, nothing will take away the 20 years we just had, right? Yeah. And it was a hell of a run. It's kind of like the whole MJ Jordan thing where I don't want to be bitter rooting against Mahomes just for Brady to have the GOAT moniker. Just Brady's mm-hmm. done so much for so long that what it's going to take for someone on their resume to beat Yeah, that, exactly. If they do it, tip, tip of the hats to you. Because yeah, my God, yeah, yeah. that's an impressive career. Especially considering, yep. Brady, I don't think anyone's ever said Brady's the best quarterback ever. Like, he's not the most talented, right? Oh, no, not at all. I would argue that there's like three or four quarterbacks in the league that are more talented than him right now. Oh, at if least. not more. At least. Yeah, he's at, just least. A, at he's least. He's just a clinician who's effective, who knows what's being run, can, can perform in the clutch time, right? And has done it for a very long time. Yeah. So if Mahomes can do that, while also doing the crazy type of throws and stuff he's doing right now. Okay. You've earned it. You can have it. I'm not going to be bitter about it because I agree. I agree. Um, I, I think Mahomes has to beat Brady this week, like in order to do it, in order to beat Brady 20 years from now as the goat, he has to beat Brady in a week, unless he wins like eight straight. And then that's a different story entirely. But I don't know. I just, I think that, 10 years from now, we're going to look back on this Super Bowl and be like, wow, we were lucky to have witnessed that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, especially because Mahomes and the Chiefs never, I mean, they only won it once, right? But they never truly got through the Pats. Yeah, we, we, exactly. we beat them at least, you know, in the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we beat them twice. Yeah. 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 We've, we've knocked them out a few times. So it's, it was kind of going to be either way for the bill as, as long as the bucks won, right. The bills or the chiefs, like they both have their personal vendettas against one Thomas Brady. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Are there any other, oh, yeah. are there any other interesting storylines in this super bowl? In I mean, this super bowl. Um, we have the weekend. I think, I mean, are we excited for the weekend's halftime show? I am. I'm very excited. Um, I'm going to be real with you. I have never really gone into the weekend. So I look forward to actually hearing him perform. Yeah. He has a few, as the kids would say, or at least they used to say heaters. He's got some bops. He has some songs where maybe you don't think, you know, a weekend song, but you've probably heard it playing, you know, in a, in a retail establishment while you're walking around. He he has some things that are popular. Uh, I don't know his entertainment factor, right? Like when Bruno Mars was the halftime performer, we knew he had a bunch of really good songs and that he was a great performer. The weekend, mm-hmm. who's to say? Who's to right. Say? Exactly. I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm also looking forward to, you know, to a lesser extent, we got the Brady versus Mahomes at tight ends. Gronk, Gronk versus Kelsey. Oh, <laughs> we do. We do have that. I'm going to say yeah. this and maybe unpopular opinion to the, the limited audience that might be listening to this. Uh, I think Kelsey's going to end up going down as the best tight end. Oh yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Like he, he's a questionable human being, but, but you watch what he's doing right now. And it's, it's sort of like vintage Gronk. Right. But, mm-hmm. but with with the way passing stats have become, like he's just, he's gonna have monster numbers. He already has monster numbers. Exactly, exactly. It's yeah, I agree with you there. Um, here's a here's a fun fact, a fun little factoid. Yeah, hit us with it. Uh, uh, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell have finally made a Super Bowl. That yes, I I was just about to point that out. That's another storyline, isn't it? <laughs> In fact. One of them will win a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, it feels good. It feels good as a Pats fan to know that they're there and the Steelers aren't. Yeah, I, they deserve it. I yeah. It, it, no, they. I, I don't like. They don't because I don't. Like I don't the like Steelers. Either. But it, that, that was pointed out to me by a dear friend of mine the other day. It's like, oh my god, you're right. All it took was for them to get out of the Steelers organization. Good job. 
exactly. Um, and I guess LaShawn McCoy, too. You're right. Well, did he play for the Steelers? No. He played for the Bills, I thought. I am wrong. Wait, wasn't he traded to the, to the Chiefs? No, that's what I'm Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. Hey, hand up. Hand up. I'm wrong. And that's okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, do we want to move on to the other major NFL storyline that has yeah. come out? Well, well, no, yeah. not yet. So we have to make our prediction here. So I oh, say, yes. I, right. I will You're say right. the, the line is still Kansas City Chiefs by three. Mm-hmm. So the, the Kansas City Chiefs are, according to Vegas, or I guess the, the public, um, the favorites. They're the favorites by a field goal. So right. people expect them to win, but not by a whole lot. So how are you, how are you feeling about the outcome of this one? Where, you, where do you think we're going to be? High scoring, low scoring. Yeah, the over-under is, is 57 points. So people think the Chiefs are going to win in a shootout, essentially, is, is where the public is. Where, where do you think? So I have to pick Brady. I just have to pick Brady. Um, I mean, you know, as a New England fan, you always cheered for Brady, but you would think people would have learned this by now. You just don't bet against him in the big game, in any game, really. Um, and maybe Mahomes is the same way, but right now I'm going with Brady. Um, I don't think it will be a blowout by any means. I think it's actually going to be a grind for the first half, and then it'll be one of those classics where they, middle of the third, both teams catch fire. So I think it'll be around a like 27 to 30 style game right in there um i think i i don't know i know here's my prediction brady's gonna win it on a drive at the end of the game i don't know if it'd be a field goal or a touchdown but that's what's gonna happen what about you what do you think interesting i see the things you say make sense right and that's in full honesty that's what i'd be rooting for right like i i am happy to see brady succeed anywhere I w- obviously I wish he were on the paths this last year, but the separation had to happen. So I'm not one of those like, Oh, we can't win somewhere else. I, I will be cheering for Brady to win. However, uh, after watching the chiefs get over that hump last year, right. Mm-hmm. Finally, when it, especially in the way they want it, because they were down, yeah. they were down by a lot early and it was, you know, Oh, yeah. the 49ers are going to win. Oh, Jimmy G is going to win. This is devastating. Wow. Everything comes back to the past, doesn't it? Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is the seventh straight Super Bowl with the New England Patriots quarterback in it. It is. It is. If you, if it you is. include uh, Cam Newton, which, which I, I do, we, which would be happy. Uh, anyway, after seeing what the Chiefs did to the Bills, too, the Chiefs are just never out of it. They are. Yep. They are in. Their offense is insane. And I sort of look at that game with the Bucks Packers last week, where, where the Bucks did everything in their power. To let the Packers win it. They really <laughs> wanted the Packers to win it. And the Packers just put it, couldn't put it together. I, even though the Bucks defense is super good, it's mostly the run defense that's super good. Neither of these teams have a run game really to speak of. Like yeah. I know the, the Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Le'Veon Bell, they, they really haven't put it together. Uh, and then that uh, it's not Damian Williams, Darnell Williams, like they're fat. They just haven't mm-hmm. really put that together. Uh, and then the the Buccaneers, like in order for the Buccaneers to win, they need to control the clock right and hope they can score yeah. more than the Chiefs. And offense, I mean, it's impossible to stop. Yeah, that, I mean that's one of the storylines is Leonard Fournette. Is he going to be able to do it? Right, playoff money. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, Ronald exactly. Jones, if he can play, you know it. So right. I so I do think it's going to be high scoring in the sense that both teams are going to have to throw a bunch to win this game. They, the benefit for Brady, right. It's, it's in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. It's in their home stadium. It's going to exactly. be warm. He's not going to like, I know Mike Evans and Chris Godwin struggled with the cold in green Bay and you could see it. So, so if, if we're talking a shootout though, if, if, if I'm predicting a shootout, which I know we've projected a lot of shootouts in the past and super bowls, people sort of clench up and, and it, they, they struggle for a little bit. Yep. I just have to, I have to go with the chiefs just cause I, their offense is 
on parallel. They've been there, mm-hmm. so the the moment's not going to be too big for them. They know what to expect. It's kind of like when the Patriots were rolling, where like for yep. the Buccaneers, a lot of these players, this is their first taste of it. So I, I'm wary that they might shrink under the under the big lights. Whereas the Chiefs' big playmakers are like, oh yeah, we've already done this. We ain't afraid, and they're just going to come in and roll. So yep. So my prediction is the Chiefs. Honestly, I'm going to say Chiefs by ten. I I, I don't think it's going to be close by the end of it. I I sort of see what you're going to say. What you're saying, it's going to be close mm-hmm. through three quarters, and it's like, ooh, who's going to win? But then someone's going to make a mistake on the Bucks, uh, and interesting. And the Chiefs are just gonna are just gonna put it away. So that's where I'm at. Nice. All right. Yeah. 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 I can do. Well, we have some differences now. Um, well, we, uh, well, I will say I'm rooting for Brady. I I hope that's happening. I just like a realist, like with the Bills game. It's like, ooh, I'd love for the Bills to win this one. I don't yeah. see it happening. Exactly. Do-do-do. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, right. let's let's move on to some sports topics that you know you can mm-hmm. call uh homer takes homer you know, takes some, yeah some our, our, our Welcome home to homer teams. takes where do you want to start um i mean we can we'll wrap in the stafford trade with the oh yes the um, stafford. well that well so that, Im- that impacts that impacts that impacts us actually considering what i'm seeing right now on the news that really impacts us um so, starting out, in case it wasn't obvious, we are both huge Boston fans of any sports team. I, th- I, you're still a fan of the Boston teams, I assume. Oh, oh my gosh! You, yes. you haven't the, just changed the, in the past few minutes. Yeah. From the Patriots down to the Revolution, down to whatever yep. the lacrosse team is. Yeah, go, go Boston, go New England, go Boston. Yep. So, as any sports fan is aware, the Patriots currently have a problem and that problem is they don't have a quarterback and not, we need not, to know well we have a quarterback we, we have think, one we don't think he's the quarterback no no we need a at least a bridge option right. so in the past few days you know speculation has picked up about matt stafford in detroit where's he gonna go where's he gonna go we thought we could snag him for the 15th pick right that's what i was thinking i was like oh you know 15 that's fair it's a good for trade. Sure. He's what, 34 years old? Yeah. Fact checking right now. Uh, I think he's 33. 33 on a, with not even the demand for him, not seemingly high. Uh, like both Detroit and he said they were parting ways, right? Which means you can usually get a friendly mm-hmm. trade. Like you're not prying someone. Oh, he's 32. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, f- the 15th overall. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Wrong. Apparently, apparently, Matthew Stafford is worth two first-round picks. Two first. And a, a Super Bowl, a third, and a Super Bowl starting quarterback in Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, you know, you hate to see it as a Pats fan, but good for him. Well, what? Good for him. He gets himself to the Rams. Yeah, so so that Rams team, I think, is going to be like the Bucks team this year before the year. Yeah, where the Rams that when they're healthy, because this year injuries destroyed them, mm-hmm. have an insanely good running attack. Their defense centered around Aaron Favorite Donald next year, in my opinion, is really good. So throw in a and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, and they have yeah. good uh, good receivers. Yep. Uh, in, in, in Cooper Cup and Josh Reynolds, and they drafted a kid Van Jefferson who started yep. to do things towards the end of the year. So give them a good quarterback. Woo. Yeah, no, Woo. it's it's scary. That's some scary hours. So, so they're going to be a sneaky um, pick next year. Yeah, oh yeah. So definitely. But so, you know, number one, Pats didn't get him. That's rough. But number two, he also didn't go to the Niners. Mm-hmm. And the Niners, a report just came out that they're going to keep Jimmy G now. Of course they are. So... That was actually my original pick was that Jimmy G would be the starting quarterback next year for the Pats. Instead, we don't know, and he's going to stay with the Niners. You got to feel bad for the Niners. You know, they wanted Matt Stafford. They missed out. Um, though, you know, that's just such a haul. I don't think that was the – It makes – I don't know. It makes – we'll get back to the Pats in a second, but 
Yeah. What the hell is Deshaun Watson going to cost? I have that up right now. This is the report. Ready? Please. Two firsts, two seconds, and two defensive starters. Oh, here's the problem. Here's the that, pro- that sounds like the path. Like that's. Here's the problem. Well, yeah. Here's the problem with that, right? If you're trading all of those assets, mm-hmm. if you're Deshaun Watson, you're you're kind of you're destroying your own team, your future team's chance to be successful in the short term. Right. Granted, Deshaun is young enough where you could sort of see it through that. If you find your mm-hmm. franchise, like if 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 that is actually what it is, I'm actually okay with that. I would I would do that trade. The thing that I'm I afraid of is, is someone trade. being like four first rounders because that just First mm-hmm. round talent is important. I don't care who you yeah. are. I know the Pats haven't had great luck drafting in the first round, but you need first round talent, right? So I agree. I agree. So yeah, so that so yeah, back to the back to the Pats. Uh well, yeah, so where Deshaun Watson ends up, like I don't think he's coming to the Pats. I don't think we make that trade. That'd be so outside of our I you know, so here's where I lie. Um I have a weird feeling that he will be on the Pats. Maybe that's just my super homer talking. But that'd be incredible. If he's not on the Pats, he'll be on the Colts. That's what I predict. I just they have the assets to make it happen. The one yeah. thing is, I don't know if the Texans trade in division. Oh, they won't. Um, they won't. Yeah. So I thought, maybe I thought the probably, Colts made sense for Stafford. I I agree one hundred percent. They they're kind of in trouble now. They need to figure something out. So 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 what I like about this move though, because I liked Stafford, mm-hmm. I wanted Stafford on the yep. Pats. I'm gonna talk myself into it but I can just as easily Definitely. talk myself out of it uh, is because the Pats aren't in, we're, we're being real. We're not in any position to win anything in the near term, right? We're, we're not quite in a rebuild because we still got Belichick and we still have some talent, but we're not, yeah. we're not going to beat the chiefs right now. We're not going to beat maybe right. the bills right now. So Stafford really was just a, a nice little bridge option, right? Until we get somewhere of a long-term option. So exactly what I like about this though, is it's the first domino. So oftentimes with these QB things, you need a domino to start. You need you need somewhere to go. There's too many variables starting things off. So now, okay, mm-hmm. Stafford is a Ram. Awesome. That means Jimmy Garoppolo is staying in the 49ers. Okay, that's another option off the market. Okay, who else is available in terms of the marquee uh, like starting quarterback with experience who could be you mm-hmm. know the guy? Who's even left on the market? You have Deshaun Watson. Maybe Dak Prescott, but I bet he's going to sign with the Cowboys. I bet he resigns. I bet he resigns. That makes sense. Okay. Which means all of the marquee starting quarterbacks are gone, right? Yep. No one else. Well, unless, you know, Aaron Rodgers happens to. (laughs) He's going to stay in Green Bay. There's, there's, yeah, he won't leave. He won't leave. He won't. So, okay. So, okay. Well, that, that just reframes the conversation, right? Completely. So yeah. now, now we go. Okay, fifteenth overall pick. Uh, what other quarterback? Because you don't want to throw whatever kid right into the fire. Okay, right. what are the the vet like veteran veteran mm-hmm. uh, journeyman types that we could get to maybe play ahead of whoever we draft if we draft if we draft someone, right? right. Uh, now you're looking at like the Ryan Fitzpatrick's of the world, like he's available. Andy Dalton, uh, Jameis Winston. You know people that can you know come in can actually throw the ball right but isn't but it right. clearly isn't the answer right and then you look at 15th so realistically the people that are going to be available unless we make a trade up it's looking like mac jones mac, mac jones, jones yep. out, of, out of alabama mac jones mm-hmm. how do you feel about that so you know three months ago it was looking like Zach Wilson was going to be there. And it was like, oh, this is going to be great. This guy's incredible. And then he just plays himself into the top five. And then it was like, oh, look at Trey Lance. This guy's awesome. And then he plays himself into the top 10. And then you have Mac Jones. So, you know, I'm looking at Mac Jones. I'm watching all their, you know, all the tape and stuff. And I have to say, I think I like him more than most people do simply because he has one of the most accurate, arms i've ever seen in a lot of ways and i i know people say oh they're wide open and that's a fair criticism sure but i could not tell you how many times i've seen an nfl quarterback 
completely misread a wide open receiver and make them dive for it or run backwards to get it. Like having a guy who, who can hit anyone in stride is just so underrated in my opinion. Yeah. And Mac Jones really checks off a lot of the boxes that <laughs> we're familiar with, with, with one Tom Brady, right? Not yep. the most mobile person can throw accurately, seems to be intelligent, like already playing in a pro style offense with Alabama. Um, we know Belichick and Nick Saban have our friends and, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot, you know, some camaraderie there. So I think that makes sense. Uh, so we'll obviously talk about this more as we continue on getting closer to the draft and, you know, more, more information comes out and maybe by the next time we talk, we've traded for Deshaun Watson and that completely reframes where we're at. Uh, but for, yep. for now, I'm just, because we're not competing in the near term, like I, I'm not going to get bent out of shape, not getting any of these, any of these big time quarterbacks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So like, okay. All this means is that we're getting closer <laughs> to finding out who our guy is. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, so here's my prediction. Uh, feeling weird gut feeling Sean Watson. Realistically, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mac Jones. Yep. That's what I think is going to happen. Just, yeah. Yeah. And the Just fact- cheap. And then, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that I agree with you means it's definitely not going to happen. It's going to be something completely yep. different. Cause it's going to be like you're- Jameis Winston. I, I can get behind that too. I would get behind that on it. Or Marcus Mariota, either one. Oh, Mariota. I just want someone who can. Yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of like that too. I, I you can like, get it for like 10 million. Oh, I like Mariota. You get him for 10 million. Oh, and Mitchell Corey Trubisky. Uh, I, okay, I'm, I, okay, I'm on the Mitchell Trubisky train. How? He, he has arm talent. He uh, performed decently with the Bears with no offense and no offensive ingenuity. Like they made no adjustments ever. Yeah, he you'll get him for cheap because you know he he's not a starter. He or he, I guess he did start for the Bears, but I think just a change of scenery for him, kind of like what happened with Ryan Tannehill, where on the Dolphins team that's that fair had, that had nothing, uh, he didn't perform mm-hmm. well, and then he went to the Titans on a like two year deal or something of that variety, um, and then they they built a system around him with like a smart coaching staff with Mike Vrabel. Uh, and all of a yeah. sudden, he, he, like if you look at his stats, he was like a top five quarterback last year, and people don't talk about it because mm-hmm. the Ryan Tannehill name is just tainted by his time in in Miami. Right. So give me a Mitch Trubisky with McDaniel's, who is a guy who has arm talent, who has first round pedigree. Like he was drafted third overall. Like he has talent. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I I am fully on. The, I forgot about Trubisky, and I'm glad we're talking about it. I'm fully on that train. I think you're I on think, the Trubisky train. I think you can get them for, like you said, like 10, 12 mil a year. Yeah. And you, and you can even do that and draft a quarterback. You can still like, so here's what I, I'll say this. I think you go, if you don't get to Sean, then you go one of the, one of those three, either Mitch Mariota or Winston. Agreed. And then draft a quarterback in the later rounds and draft Jalen model or Kyle Pitts. If you can get them. Oh, Kyle Pitts is going higher, but God, I'd love Kyle Pitts. I don't know. I like maybe, maybe we don't know what's going to happen. He's the tight. He's the tight end out of Florida, who many are saying is the best tight end prospect to come out in a in a very long time. Yeah, I mean, he's in. Well, he's basically like Calvin Johnson in a lot of ways. He's insane. Um, I'm getting all. T- just, I'm, I'm getting all tingly. I'm excited for football season, and we are not even done with this year yet. We have so much more. We're not. Yeah, I know. But let's just. Let's get to the let's get to free agency. Come on, let's do it. All right, uh, um, real quick. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk Celtics. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? I mean, not great. Uh, I yep. think I don't think feeling great would be good. I like like most uh, green teamers. I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, mm-hmm. We we haven't really had our core healthy for any stretch of time. Uh, with Kemba being out for most of the beginning of the year, and then Tatum was out for a few weeks due to COVID-related reasons. Yep. Um, and now, and now uh, last night with Marcus Smart being out Marcus for is a her... few weeks, not nothing serious, thankfully. But like, he's out for. I a mean, Peyton's weeks. out too, like Pritchard. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 
it's it it's kind of been the same story with these C's where we need everyone at, like last year it was Gordon Hayward too. We in order to even know what this team is, we have to have everyone healthy and you know and vibing, and that takes time on the court to figure out what mm-hmm. that looks like, right? Because when people go right. out, other people have to step up in different roles, and then when you right. get everyone on board, um, those roles kind of shift. So, do we have the potential mm-hmm. to be really good? Obviously, I love I love how Jalen Brown's taken a step. So I think the yes. Brown, oh my god, the Brown Tatum duo is I think the duo, and we're gonna build around them, and that's and that's like a huge thing in the NBA, right? To know that that's yeah. that. Um, you but, have two generational superstars. Yeah, I mean that's incredible. Yeah, but in terms of how I'm feeling right now, I mean we're what ten and eight. Like I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty pretty mech i I'm, i know i'm gonna yeah. get more involved in this out the season once football's done so but for now like, eh. very fair where, where are you at yeah so you know i am i i love basketball it's my favorite thing i follow it so aggressively i am kind of out on the team currently constructed um and here's why here's why fully out i did not think jalen brown was going to turn into Michael Jordan light this year. I mean, the man really has completely transformed his game. He is something no one expected him to be. Uh, So I think you have two guys in Tatum and Brown who can be top five players in the league one day. Two. I don't think you need another pure scorer on the team. A guy who's going to average 20 points a game. Dominant, like ball dominant. I just don't think Kemba adds enough offense to justify the other negative parts of the game. So I would almost say you want to move on from Kemba if you can get a good deal for him. Um, And I know that's kind of harsh because we just got him. But, I mean, personally, my favorite trade with Kemba would be a three-team deal. Like, it's just like Miles Turner and Lonzo Ball. and here's why. I think Lonzo Ball is the perfect point guard for Tatum and Brown. He doesn't score a lot, but he's one of the best passes in the league, and he can defend, and he's big. We haven't seen this Celtics team with a big guard ever because they're always 5'9 for some reason. I think that would help our defensive concerns. And that way Tatum and Brown are always the main option. So that's how I'm feeling. Um, I, I entirely agree. I think in general what we're missing is a consistent three-point presence. Yep, and that's JJ Redick. Yeah, when especially on the second unit, like we know, uh, Marcus Smart's struggles from three have been well documented, and he's gotten better, and he's gotten better. But I'm still at the point where I watch him take a three, and it's like, why? And then you know, sometimes he's hot, and it's great, but oftentimes he's not. Uh, So I think you're entirely right. We run the offense through Tatum and Brown having another Mm -hmm. ball dominant point guard doesn't help anyone. So you're entirely right. Like even give me like a, we're not going to get him, but like a Ben Simmons who like, you can can make, we discussed that. Yeah. You can make plays. Uh, You're a good defender. We're not asking you to score. We don't need you to score. Uh, Just, you know, distribute. Yep. And and we're good. Play defense, distribute. Yeah, I mean, we talked about Robert Williams in our last episode, which if you guys yeah. listened to it, you would know uh, where he's where he's making a lot of plays too. So I think that I think the future there is bright. But I think yep. you're right. It's hard. It is harsh to say, "Ooh, the problems are with Kemba," and when Kemba's clicking, you know, we don't it's have problems. Great. Like, it, it's great when he's clicking. He just hasn't. So yeah, and the I'm thing all... about him, well, like when he clicks he's shooting like that's the thing and now the ball's out of brown and tatum's hands like right it's not that i don't like him because i love him he's incredible like he's one of the nicest guys i've ever seen in any sport but like he just doesn't fit the team right now yeah, yeah. i entirely agree so i'll be i i would i'll take lonzo ball i'll, I'll take lonzo i would ball. take if you can somehow get ball and reddick and like a wing for kemba and like picks that would be incredible because then i mean your starting lineup is lonzo smart tatum brown robert williams eventually in my opinion that should be the starting peyton pritchard is insane i love him he's great he should be the sixth man 
I think that's a great team. I think that team can challenge any team in the league. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be rooting for it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And with that, I think that wraps up F2. I think so too. I think so. Man, what a journey we went on. From the <laughs> from from the stocks all the way to Peyton Pritchard. You know, who predicted that? No one. No one. <laughs> all right. If you made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, do yep. please, do please reach out to us about things you'd like for us to talk about, things you like, things you don't like. Uh, while we are doing this for ourselves, while this sparks joy for us. Uh, we really want to make sure this is something you want to listen to as our dear listener. So if you have things, you know how to reach us. And we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. Sure. All right. Yeah. And with that, uh, Ashton, I hope you have a, a wonderful next week. Uh, you as well, man. Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday next <laughs> week. So, oh, yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next time.